Welcome back to E-M-A-N, Effectively Making a Noise. And I want to just say, I hope everyone had uh, a happy and joyous Thanksgiving, spending time with their family and loved ones. My heart goes out to those who have lost loved ones. Um, I lost my son back in 2016, and every holiday, especially Thanksgiving, is kind of hard because he was in a wheelchair but I took him to every family gathering if at all possible so my heart goes out to those who have lost loved ones during this coronavirus and anytime because on the holidays they are the hardest parts to get through I don't care how long your loved one has been gone now today we're going to start on the second part it's called stories about Moses and the Israelites Today's story is going to be the baby Moses and his strange cradle. And we're going to have a little extra at the end on this particular uh, uh, book and chapter. It's coming from Exodus chapter 1 verse 1 through Exodus chapter 2 verse 10. When Jacob and his family went to sojourn in Goshen in the land of Egypt, they were 70 in number. The Israelites continued to live in Egypt for over 400 years, and the descendants of Jacob increased and multiplied until they became a very great people. They spread out over the country until the land was filled with them. Now those arose, now there arose a new king over Egypt, who did not know Joseph and what he had done for Egypt in years gone by. This new Pharaoh had a very hostile, which means unfriendly feeling toward the Israelites. He saw how rapidly the Israelites were increasing, and he feared that if war came, the Israelites would join their enemies and fight against Egypt and try to escape from the land. So the king and his officers decided to make the Israelites work harder, thinking that this would make them weaker and less dangerous. They set taskmasters over them to afflict them with heavy burdens and put them to work building cities to contain the treasures of Pharaoh. But the more the Israelites were oppressed, the more they grew and multiplied, and the Egyptians feared the strength of the Israelites more than ever. They made the Israelites serve more and more rigorously and made their lives bitter with hard labor in mortar and brick and in all manner of work in the field. Then the king thought of another plan to stop the increase of the Israelites. He ordered the midwives, which are women who care for mothers when they have a new baby, of the Hebrew women to put to death every male child who should be born, but to allow the female babies to live. But the midwives feared God and did not carry out the king's commandment. Then Pharaoh, in anger, ordered all his people to obey this ethic, which means the law or order. Every son that is born to the Hebrews you shall cast into the Nile, but every daughter you shall allow to live. This wicked decree caused great dismay and distress among the Israelites. At this time, a certain man from the family of Levi took as his wife a daughter of Levi, in due time, the woman gave birth to a child, a very beautiful baby boy. When the mother saw what a handsome child he was, she kept him hidden in her home for three months. Her faith in God gave her courage to disobey the king's edict and wisdom to find the right way to save the life of her child. 
When the child became three months old and began to cry loud enough for people outside the house to hear, the mother realized that she could not hide him thus any longer. So she carefully made a basket woven from the bush rushes, which are the tall plants that grow in wet places, which grew along the river bank and sealed it with mud and pitch to keep the water out. She lined the basket with soft material, tucked the little child in it, and placed it with this precious burden among the tall grasses at the river's brink. Then, submissive what would happen, she had her daughter, Mariam, Mariam, stand nearby to watch over the baby and see what would be done to him. Presently, according to her custom, the daughter of Pharaoh, princess of Egypt, came down to wash herself at the river, and her maidens walked along by the river's edge. Suddenly, the princess saw the basket among the reeds and sent one of her maids to bring it to her. When Pharaoh's daughter opened the covering of the basket, she was amazed to see a beautiful baby boy. The baby was crying, and the heart of the princess was immediately touched. She said to her maidens, who quickly gathered around to see, This is one of the Hebrews' children. She evidently did not agree with her father's cruel edict that all Hebrew boys, baby boys, should be drowned in the Nile. At this precise moment, Miriam, the baby's sister, ran forward and said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and bring you a nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? Pharaoh's daughter thought that was a very good suggestion, and she said to the little girl, Go and do that very thing. So Miriam ran as fast as she could and called her own mother and brought her to the scene. Pharaoh's daughter said to the child's mother, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you wages for it. So the mother took her beautiful baby boy home again and nursed him for many months to come. Imagine how happy the mother was to have the privilege of thus caring for her own son, and now without dread of the king's commandment, which means the order or the rule. The child grew with the passing years, and when the proper time came, the mother brought the boy to Pharaoh's daughter, who adopted him as her son. Then Pharaoh's daughter named the boy Moses, which means drawn out. For she said, Behold, I drew him out of the water. As the adopted son of Pharaoh's daughter, Moses grew up in the court life of Egypt and was instructed in all the learning and wisdom of the Egyptians. He grew up to be a strong and noble young man and was mighty in his words and deeds. And that is the end of the story, but we do have a bonus. We have a bonus from Chris, age 12. And these are his thoughts from Exodus 1, through Exodus 2, 4. And it's titled, Never Fear, God's Here. <laughs> Again, never fear, God's here. It says, one thing the story of Moses proves is that God is always there to help people through hard times. Moses' mother was scared that her baby would be killed, so she sent him down the river in a basket. She probably couldn't have done that if she didn't trust God to take care of her baby. It's not easy to trust God when you're scared, and fear can make people do things that aren't very smart. When I was really little, my sisters played tr a trick on me. I was sitting on top of a table when my sisters turned off the lights and ran out of the room. 
I was so scared that I didn't know what to do. Finally, I decided to jump off the table, but instead of landing on the floor, I hit the door of our stereo cabinet, which was glass. I ended up needing stitches, but I got hurt because I panicked. I would have been fine if I had stayed calm and called for help. I learned that getting all worked up when you're scared doesn't make things better. The best thing we can do is ask God for help and trust Him to take care of us. And that's so true. Whenever we get in a frizzy and get kind of scared and anxious, we need to just say, okay, Lord, take the wheel. Do what you need to do. Help me, Lord. I've had to do that plenty of times. And I tell you, he always comes through. If it's for him and if it's for you to do whatever you're, you're scared or anxious to do, God will come through. And I was just like to say, y'all have a good weekend. Everyone be safe. And that's the end of our story today. Peace.